Do you know what I've been doing, which is one of those things that is time consuming, but now that I've done it, I'm like, yes, I'm so glad I did that. What? I finally created a photo book oh. of mine and Hubs's travels through Central and South America. Oh my god! I actually really hope that he doesn't listen to this episode because I haven't given it to him yet. I'm uh, waiting for it to arrive. Okay. But God, it made me miss travel. Oh my god! But hang on, honey, that was like eight years ago. <laughs> no, I know, but it, I guess <laughs> how come it took you eight years to make this book? Wait, let me rephrase. God, I miss travel without kids. Oh, <laughs> yes. Tell everyone about that trip. It was so amazing. Hubs and I, we did our last hurrah before we sort of settled down, got married, had the kids, did that whole thing. But we did six months doing the Gringo Trail through Central South America. We started in Guatemala and worked our way down to Argentina and stopped off pretty much everywhere along the way. And it was incredible. But it's funny, like now that I've got kids, the idea of doing a big overseas trip is quite daunting. Oh, yeah. So daunting. And at the moment, I am loving domestic travel. Oh, it's all about Australia now, right? Yes. I mean, a little bit forced into that, but it's no consolation prize. I mean, we have the most amazing options. Oh, we're so lucky. And I have to say, with kids, I really enjoy road tripping Mm. much more than like a long haul flight overseas. Yeah, I've done the long haul flight to Europe with young kids. How'd that go for you, Revs? Look, it's it's uh it's something you've just got to survive. <laughs> it requires a lot of planning, a lot of geeing yourself up mentally, and then melatonin gummies <laughs> for the win. For everyone. For Nurgan. <laughs> no, for Nurgan never worked on my kids. Oh, really? No. Nah, nah. Have to say I never tried it. Yeah, I I wouldn't recommend it. You can they can go the other way. Where they're like drunk? Where they're like psycho. Oh, God. And hyper? Nobody's got time for that. Nah, 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 nah. Okay, so what is the top of your list at the moment for travel in Australia? I would have to say I've been dreaming pretty hard about going to WA. Mm, Back to WA. Back, baby. I know. For any of our dear listeners who didn't know, I actually lived in Perth for three years. I studied there. I went to acting school for three years at the Western Australian Academy of Performing Arts, a.k.a. WAPA. Revsy came and visited me more than a few times. (laughs) She was basically there. Honorary graduate. (laughs) And I'm embarrassed to admit that I was there from age 18 to 21. It was, You know, it's that age of life where all you care to do is party. Yeah. You're broke as anything. Yeah. You're not really investing your dollars in exploring WA. No. And now that I'm in my 30s, I'm like, Jem, all the places you could have gone. Yes. Like Margaret River. Mm. The West, the WA coastline is in same. Yeah. It is disarmingly beautiful. Mm. I've had friends who have done family road trips along the Western Australian coastline and I can't, they're photos. Mm. It's stunning. I'm ashamed to say I've never been to Margaret River and it's top of my list. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. It's gotta be done. First of all, vineyards, wine tasting. Hello. All the wine. (laughs) And the beaches, the beautiful beaches. Do you know one thing I missed most about living in Perth? Are the sunsets? Yeah. The Western Coast sunsets are just... They're unlike anything. Like, Mm. we don't know what that is in the East. No. Yes, we get epic sunrises, but who the hell's up at 5am? Well, you. Yeah, me. (laughs) (laughs) But who the hell's up at 5am with a screaming toddler and a baby and thinking, you know what? 
coastal walk. Much more epic to like pitch yourself at a good spot for a view, <laughs> get a good drink to match the sunrise, yeah. like say a nice bottle of rosé, a little bit of a cheese platter. But sunset is, it's just... Watch it go down. Yes. Oh. I will say sunsets are something I definitely made the most of. Living in Perth, I used to gather my friends and we'd head down to the beach, get fish and chips, sit mm. on the steps and just watch this magnificent show. Like yeah. poetry in colours oh. all over the sky, all up in your face. Oh, I want to go there. Yeah. yeah. I, I really recommend it. So I would have to say that Hubs and I are gunning for a big Big trip to WA. And if you're going to fly across Australia, like it it blows my mind that you can do a five and a half hour flight to Perth. And fun fact, you can fly to Perth in one direction. It's like, I'm sorry if the numbers aren't fully accurate. I can't quite remember. But I do remember that in one direction, it's like a three and a half, four hour flight to get from Sydney to Perth or Perth to Sydney. And then the other way is like, almost double the length and it's all down to the wind oh the trade wind yes yeah so funny so weird Look, don't get the red eye <laughs> oh i used to do that all the time i used time. to get the red eye home from seeing you in perth um and back to sydney and then like rock up to my shift in retail <laughs> and i was just shattered i was like been partying in perth with you for a week Flown home on the red eye, straight into the shift. Not, I mean, you, these are the things you can do when you're 20. It's what you do when you're full of collagen <sighs> and full of beans. So much collagen. So much. But now that we're completely devoid of collagen, <laughs> we seek our thrills in other ways. We sure do. So now that I've divulged that WA is the place mm. I long to be, yeah. where would you go? So we recently were spoilt and we got to go to Tassie. I have to say, that trip fully caught me off guard oh i fell so in love so hard Same. so fast with tazzy i just didn't i don't know what i was expecting yeah i was like yeah tazzy and yeah. then i was like yeah tazzy it's like the secret hot sister of australia yeah it's like what where'd she come from little baby <laughs> up the back <laughs> she's a fox total fox um it's just the food's amazing. The coffee's amazing. There's a great artisanal startup vibe and lots of cool new businesses. The walks, the nature. Every, it's really got everything you need for and a holiday. And it's got that small town feel where the locals are so friendly. Yes. And everything's super close to each other. You can yeah. kind of walk it. I couldn't believe what a great weekend it was. Mm. Like you fly somewhere, but it's an easy flight. So you're not like stressed by the travel. And mm. then you can really pack out a weekend. Yeah, we really did. Yeah. But I still felt rested. Yes. Because they're quite leisurely things to do. Yes. So I'd love to take the kids to Tassie. Oh, they'd love it. I think that would be so much fun. Lots of like <clears throat> campfire sessions and walks and exploring caves and then like for me, you know, tucking into the beautiful food and wine in the evenings while they're tucked up in their beds. <laughs> I must say the, the best experience I had of our trip to Tassie was hands down tucking into those oysters. Oh, baby, you were all about those oysters. Because the water's so damn cold they taste so like i can't even explain the explosion of flavor it wasn't like generic oyster taste in my yeah. mouth it was like oh damn this shit's elite oh you had to close your eyes and just like feel it while you were chewing on those oysters and everyone got very upset that you were chewing your oysters yeah and all the normal people of the world <laughs> who chew their oysters are like who are the fools who are swallowing oysters whole and not actually tasting any flavor yeah right. like what is the point you may as well swallow a balloon do you know, oysters is one of those things that I want to like. 
I know. I really want to. I feel like it's such a sophisticated thing to to order. I feel the same about wine, Revs. Yeah, yeah. Like when we went to the winery yep. and I was like, this whole experience is wasted on me. <laughs> and I really tried to get on board and I just couldn't. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay, this is a little bit off topic, but if, if I was to try my first oyster... How should I have it? Squeeze of lemon. Yep. Sprinkle of salt. That's it. That's it. Oof. Don't go the full Kilpatrick bacon no. and cheese. Yeah, weird. Intense, like Americanized version of an oyster where you basically can't taste the oyster. Right. Yeah, just keep it neat. You keep know, like neat. a scotch on the rocks. Oof. You just need a little something, something. That's it. Let the oyster do the work. <laughs> Oh, a Tassie would also make a really gorgeous romantic getaway. Oh, for sure. I'm desperate to take Hubs back there. He was very jelly of our trip to Tassie, and I promised him that one day I will take him, we'll go all out, I'll take him straight back to Launceston. It's so beautiful, so romantic, all the colonial buildings. Yeah. He would definitely appreciate the architecture. He will definitely appreciate the wine that sure I cannot would. appreciate. And, yeah, it's just so romantic, and, God, we need that. We need some romance. Yes, it's also such a good winter spot. Yes. Because it's like fireplaces yeah. and wine tasting and like winter walk. The leaves put on such a show. It's such mm. a nice place to go for a bit of bit of duna time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Get, Get under warm those... under the covers, baby. Get warm under the covers. Yeah. Do you know what else would be a really romantic trip without kids? Although I do love going as a family. Is Byron? Oh, Have you... I've never thought about going to Byron for a romantic Have getaway. You, have you never done that, you guys? Oh, no, that's not true. We did. <laughs> it was obviously highly romantic. Well, let me tell you about how unromantic it was. <laughs> I was 34 weeks pregnant. Uh, it was our baby moon. Yep. It rained the entire time. <laughs> but you know what? I have the fondest memories because it was our last trip, just the two of us, mm. before the tornado came into our life. <laughs> Something I think we should talk about, Revs, is traveling with kids. Yes. I have a bit of a theory I feel like people pop out their first baby and, you know, it's like a bomb's been dropped on your life and you don't recognize yourself and you're like, everything's changed. I'm never going to be the same. My life just got 10 bajillion times harder with this little person that I have to look after. That people are scared to travel mm. with a baby. Yes. I actually think the sweet spot time to travel with your firstborn is when they're three months old. Okay, talk it up. So they're out of their fourth trimester. Uh -huh. A little bit of a routine might have started to emerge. So they're becoming semi-predictable. Four-month sleep regression hasn't yet hit. Exactly. And the parents who are in the thick of having a firstborn in their life, who are listening to this, might rail at me. Mm -hmm. But they're so easy. Yeah, they really are. They are. And I don't mean to sound smug. And I don't want to be that person who's like, just you wait. Yeah. But. But. <laughs> but with a capital B, the minute you have your second, you're like, oh, oh it's it's the toddler is significantly harder to, yeah. to deal with day to day. The baby is actually quite easy. And traveling with a three month old is a dream, mm. especially if you have a decent sleeper. Yes. Makes well, it even easier. Caveat, yes. Yep. Most things are easier with a decent sleeper. But I remember Rafa, we flew to Thailand to introduce Rafa to the Thai side of my family. And I remember freaking out about traveling with a three-month-old. And it was the best 
trip. Yeah. Let me give you tips on what kind of accommodation you need yes. when you have a baby. Because I reckon I have worked this out to a fine art okay. because I made all the mistakes to learn what you need to do. Amazing. For starters, anyone who has kids who still nap, yes. do not stay in a single space hotel room. No way. It's the biggest mistake that you can make. In the past, we've stayed at the big resort with all the pools and we just got starry-eyed over you know things like a swim-up bar Hell and, yeah. and water slides and all that stuff. But we had a napping Rafa. Yeah. And at that point, she was napping twice a day. Mm. So naturally, we were sitting in dark hotel rooms waiting for her to finish her nap <laughs> with nowhere else to go. Yeah. So I think the better option is to either book some sort of villa situation where you have another space to go to, mm-hmm. whether it's a living space or an outdoor pool area. There was one trip that Hubs and I did where it was one room for us as a family of three, but we had our own little private spa. Oh. How good. And so he and I just went outside and sat in the hot tub while she slept. Nice. And look, it wasn't another room to go to, but it was enough for us to enjoy her nap times. Yes, and not just spend the whole day in a dark Sitting hotel room in, a dark in the aircon. Yeah. <laughs> the next alternative would be to hire a house. Yes. This is the only way I really feel. Yeah, you're big on this. The big, house hire. Big on a house hire. Especially if you're going with another family. Oh, best. But there are a few things you do need to make sure you have, obviously. Such as? A million rooms. (laughs) (laughs) So that not every family is piled into one room. Yeah. You need a room for your kids, a room for you. You need enough rooms so that everyone's sleeping can be as close to what they achieve at home, I would say. Yes. So if there's babies in porticots and they need their own space, walk-in wardrobes or small bedrooms or bathrooms that can be converted into like little sleeping nooks. I will say it helps to find a place that has a bathtub. Yes. Got to have a bathtub for bath time. Yeah. Especially if you're joining with another family. Oh, it makes it so much easier. And bath time is an activity to pass the time. Totally. Totally. (laughs) And just when you're ready to just check out for the day, (laughs) when you've just had enough, it's like, woohoo, it's 4.30. Let's jump in the tub. (laughs) Everybody in. Also, got to say, the best family holidays we've had, we've had a pool. Oh, yeah. If you've had a rough night or you're just tired or you've come back from the beach in the morning, whatever, and and the kids want to rage on but you just want to relax, having a pool where you're staying is amazing. Do you think, though, Revs, now that your kids are older, because neither of them are napping, obviously. Neither are napping. Could you do the single room resort thing now? Yes, we and we have recently. Oh, when we were in Noosa. That's right. Yeah, and it was awesome. Yeah. yeah, no naps. And also they go to bed so much earlier because... They've cooked themselves? They've cooked themselves in the pool. No, the best part about where we're at is that our kids don't need supervision in the pool. I mean, they do. They need to be watched, but they don't need anyone to go in with them and they don't wear floaties anymore. Oh. So we can literally sit by the pool, sip a margi, Read a book. I mean, your kids can feed themselves as well. Well, they can. <laughs> Do they always? No. <laughs> if I want that food eaten in under two hours, sometimes I have to shovel it in. But yes, they can feed themselves, they can swim and they can play with each other. They also make friends. Oh, yeah. I hadn't thought about That's that. That's another pro for a resort. And some resorts have kids club. Oh, my God. So I was never into kids club as a kid. What? Well, I always wanted to be an adult. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, my fact, God. I... I- came into my 
element in kids club. I bet you because ran there was kids club. there was always a show yes. at the end of the week, like a talent show. Oh my god! Oh my god! I was so here for kids club. In fact, I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need more. Ki- I think my kids would love kids club. Oh my god, Isla would froth. froth, froth. They'd love it. They're daycare lifers, so they used to organize fun. Um, but no, my parents used to threaten us with kids club. It's like, if you do that, you're going to go to kids club. And we're like, sorry. <laughs> oh my god! Don't make us. <laughs> so rewind. Yeah. Before we get to all these great places, talk to me about packing because I've never nailed it. Packing for you or packing for kids? Both. But let's start with packing for the kids. Okay. So I always nail packing for kids. Do you? And I completely fuck myself. Oh, with your packing for yourself. Well, yeah. because I'm last on the rung of priorities. <laughs> so I get it all right for the kids. And look, I will say... I know my hubs and I, we try and do the whole 50-50 parenting thing. And I was one of those mums that was all about empowering my husband to parent his way and try not to helicopter him. Things like changing the nappies. I'm a big believer that even if you twitch at how your partner changes a nappy, (laughs) you have to let them do it. Otherwise, you're going to be the one stuck doing it all. I am a contradiction because I will not let him pack for the kids when we go away, even though I rage at the fact that the whole responsibility of packing up for the kids falls on my shoulders. Sure. But he just would not know what to pack. He'd pack the ugly thing with the Minnie Mouse on it. He would pack the daycare clothes. <laughs> and you're getting your camera out on these trips. We want the nice curated wardrobe. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So, of course, I take over packing the kids' clothes. I pack way too many things for them because I want options for them. This is what I mean. I completely (laughs) screw myself because I'm so spent packing for the kids that by the time I get to packing for myself, I'm not joking. My husband gives me so much shit about this. But we go on holiday to beach destinations and every single time I forget to pack myself a swimming costume. Oh, God. (laughs) And my hubs is like, what? I don't know because, like I said, I'm spent. Yeah. So I just go, ah, chuck some shit in a bag, work it out later. And then I'm like, great, no swimming costume. But then the bonus is... Go shopping. Damn straight. (laughs) So why aren't you nailing packing, Revs? Oh, because I overthink everything. But also I have very high ambitions of what what the outfits I'm going to pull together. And the reality is you usually just wear, what, active wear for most of the day, a cosy and maybe a dress in the evening. See, I dress at my best when I'm on holiday. Oh. When I'm at home, I'm queen slob, queen active wear, queen no effort. Yep. But when I'm on holiday, I catch the vibes. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to feel good. Yep. I shop. I always like, that's almost actually the only time I treat myself with clothes is when I'm in a holiday spirit. Oh, I love that. And then I buy things that are appropriate <laughs> only for the weather, for the destination that we're at. And then I come home and I'm like, why'd I buy that? One thing I cannot do is pack for an opposite climate. So... Like if you're like in Sydney summer and you're going to New York winter or something, I just can't even imagine wearing jeans and, you know, leggings and boots and things. I just, it takes me days to adjust to the new climate. But that's the good thing about traveling domestically, I guess, is like, oh, you might need a warmer jacket if you're going to Tassie or if you're going to Melbourne or whatever. But But that's it. But that's it. You don't need the gloves, the thermals. No, you don't need to completely flip your brain into another season season or climate. Totally. But my favorite Aussie holidays are like one pair of slides, two cozies, four or five dresses, and that's it. 
Me too. I'm a summer over winter person for sure. For holidays? Yes. Huh, GP. Now, do you prefer to fly to your holiday destination or drive? Always fly, but I don't mind a road trip either. We are a hardcore road trip family. But your kids are great in the car. We are very lucky. Yeah. Our kids have always loved the car. They're very... They're content in the back seat and for quite a number of hours. Yeah, that's great. Then it's definitely worth driving. Yes. So much easier than going through airports. But no, I like to get somewhere quickly, especially because, you know, leave is limited and you might know how, you know, I don't want to spend a whole day getting somewhere and a whole day getting home. I want to get there, enjoy the holiday and then come home. But I love the convenience of having our car and all the things because that's the thing with when you fly, right? You're limited to... One suitcase at a certain amount of kgs. Yeah. But I feel like in the car you can you can bring all those creature comforts from home. Totally. Especially if you're driving with a baby. Yes. And you want your portacot and you want your sound machine and the special glow lamp. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, their favourite blanket and their pillow. And there's one pair of undies one time that made them sleep through the night. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Can we get to the most important, best and most elite type of getaway? Are we talking girls get away of course we are girl strip yeah where are we gonna go next well <sighs> kind of want to do brizzy Ooh, why i just think that'd be really fun with the girls yeah they've got some really fun cool hotels great restaurants bit of nightlife mm. it's warm we can all put on some fun dresses get all glammed up hit the town you know i'm open to that i will say i've not spent much time in brisbane but i'm sure it has lots to offer at the moment for me I'm all about Byron because we've done a girl's trip to Byron Mm -hmm. and it was so wholesome and so lovely and so fun. So many lols. I really feel like Byron works for any kind of holiday. It really does. A sexy romantic getaway, a family holiday on the beach or a girl's trip. I mean, it just has restaurants. It's got all the different types of accommodation. It's got things to indulge yourself. It's got good alone time things, free outdoor fun family activities. I mean, what doesn't it have? Sorry, Byron. We're descending on you. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to Byron then. Okay. I'll see you there. Where are we going to book this trip? Well, obviously. Whatif.com? Yeah. What if it's Australian for travel? (laughs) You nailed it. That's the tagline. Love it. So a big shout out and thank you to whatif.com for making this bonus episode where we get to relive our travels and plan for our future travels possible. 